Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Whatever It Is. I'm Tyler. If you're new here, hello. Thank you for clicking on my podcast. Today, I want to talk about how to deal with seasonal depression around wintertime. Where I live, uh, it does get cold in the winter for a few months, and I think it's important to address that seasonal depression is a real thing. I just had a conversation earlier today um, with my therapist and she was telling me that her she was going through her clients and she was telling them to have a winter plan. And this kind of sparked my idea of this episode because I think it's important to recognize seasonal depression and not push it off to the side because I really do think it's a thing and it does affect people's mood greatly. Um, so I definitely want to talk about that today. Uh, Before we get into that, um, if you haven't already followed my Instagram, please do it, whatever it is, podcast. I do post there when new episodes are released, and sometimes I do interact with you on stories, so please give me a follow there. I'm trying to grow this community. I think we're getting there, but I really want to spread my message and my voice and my stories and my experiences to other people, so please share. Do what you have to do. I really appreciate it. But I want to give you some ideas on this episode of what you can do for your winter plan and how you can implement this into your life. So let's see what I have planned. All right. So if you're from a warmer country, you don't know what seasonal depression is. Basically, how I can explain it to you is that during the winter months, um, wherever it gets cold, people develop depression. And what that means is that here in the Northeast, in the wintertime, if it snows, you can't leave the house. If it's too cold, a lot of people don't like leaving the house. So there's a, there's a saying or kind of like a phrase that people say is that I have seasonal depression. And I think oftentimes people end up staying inside. They don't do much. They don't really go outside. They don't interact with other people because it is cold and if it is snowing and if it's the snow is pretty bad people aren't going to leave their house and it's dangerous to leave your house in those conditions anyway especially if it's like really bad but um seasonal depression is a real thing and it does happen to a lot of people i don't know the statistics i'm you know i'm not uh, a statistician or whatever you call that but i um definitely think that i i've seen it in people around me and I've experienced it myself and the best way I could describe it to you is that you basically feel like you don't want to leave the house and that's kind of a sucky feeling to feel when you're sometimes you know you want to go out and you want to go do things but the weather or the conditions and your environment doesn't allow you to it's hard like let me give you an example In the summertime, the weather's warm. You could be outside. You could go swimming. You can go hiking. You could go walking. You can have barbecues, have parties, have backyard things going on with your friends. Go out, go experience things. And in the winter, you can do these things. But again, it's harder if it's cold out because it's not as easy as it is in the summer. Like, for example, you can go out in the winter, right? 
Like you can go, but you can't swim. You can't have parties. It's harder to have people over. You have to stay inside when you have something. Um, so it's definitely, it hits different. If you experience the, the seasons changing, it definitely does hit different. And if you're from the Northeast, if you're from wherever it gets cold and, and the seasons change, you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you've dealt with this yourself, but my therapist in our session today really wanted to emphasize this. And I never really thought about even having a winter plan as she called it. But I think it's such an important thing to have because if you think about it, having a having a set plan or having goals, at least for me as a person, makes it easy for me to attain them. So this winter plan, she was talking about it. She was saying that her she was doing a lot with her clients and her different um, people she talks to is this winter plan. And basically it's things that you do or things that you like that um, keep you busy in the winter and uh, whether that be outdoors and indoors. And I think it's important because I think it's important to do both indoors and outdoors, not just um, indoor activities, because I think oftentimes, again, if you do deal with seasonal depression, you're going to want to sit inside and you're not going to you're not want to go out. So I'm going to touch on that. Um, but I definitely think my therapist was on to something here and I'm totally giving credit to her. This was not my idea, but it sparked this idea for this podcast episode because it's important that we have structure. And I think as humans and especially me as an organized person, I don't want to say I have OCD, but I'm definitely, I got OCD tendencies. So somebody organized and planner like me having this plan is going to allow me to implement these activities and these daily things that I can do to better myself during this um, winter season and kind of tackle the winter depression. And instead of letting it consume you, because I think oftentimes people just consume the, they let the depression consume them. And listen, it's easier said than done than just saying, oh, don't be depressed. You know, don't, it's not the weather, but I don't think people realize that your environment plays such a huge role in how we interact and how we deal with everyday life. So I definitely think that tackling your winter depression is going to make your season and the rest of the months coming easier for you to deal with and much more enjoyable. So let's see what's on my winter plan since I planned it um, today. Okay, so the first thing I have on my list, now this is outdoors, and I'm going to explain to you my list first, and then I'm going to give you some examples of what you can do or how you can implement similar ideas or activities into your winter plan. So I want you to get out a piece of paper or go to the notes app on your phone or have something where you can write it down. So you're going to write at the top winter plan, and then you're going to write outdoors. So these are things that you can do outdoors. Now, this is definitely like weather permitting or if it's not like freezing cold or like really snowing. Um, but here's my winter plan. <clears throat> okay. So we start off with tennis. Now, as you know, if you listen to my previous episodes um, of whatever it is, which I highly recommend you do because I've touched really good topics. I have talked a lot about different things. Um, but I talked about tennis and tennis has become a huge part of my life. It's something that 
I enjoy. And my therapist today in, in our session said that I enjoy it so much because it's tennis is very rewarding. You play tennis, you get better, and you see the improvement. So it's like, oh, you really want to play again. You want to get better. And I think that's why I like it so much. So on my first list, I have tennis. And what I mean by that is um, finding indoor tennis courts. Now, where I live, uh, there are a few indoor clubs, but they're very expensive. And I don't know what it is with tennis, but it seems like a lot of the clubs, the especially the indoor clubs, are really expensive, which I understand, but... I can't afford that, and most of the time when I play tennis, I go to the park for free and play. Um, but my therapist has suggested uh, finding a indoor place, and last year I did. I found an indoor place with my friends, and we did go a few times, but it is $45 an hour. So if you do go with four people, it's about like 10 dollars a person, which is not bad. But if you're only going with one person, the prices can rack up pretty quick. So she said, try to find that to compensate for the weather because obviously I can't play tennis in 30 degree weather when it's freezing um but I think it's a compromise I'm willing to make and spend the money on because if you think about it yes it's it's expensive but I think sometimes for your mental health you have to do things that you normally either like wouldn't spend money on or normally wouldn't do so that's why I think it's worth for me as a person to pay the indoor price because I know for me, it's good for my mental health. It's good for my anxiety. It's good for me in general. I'm moving around. I'm exercising. So why not spend the money, right? So that's the goal. Obviously, if I can't um, play indoors and it's nice out or it's at least a little bit warmer, then I'm going to play outside. And I do have my group of friends. If you're listening to this podcast, hey guys, you know who you are, my tennis buddies. Um... And they play with me and they put up with me and they know that I like to play tennis. So um, we definitely will be playing, but we will be playing outside and inside. So get your wallets ready because I'm ready to play indoors. Um, But my therapist did suggest um, meeting new people. And I'm a little apprehensive about this because I just want to find the right people Um. I don't know, like, I I have trust issues when it comes to meeting new people, and sometimes, like, tennis people can be a little, like, obsessive about, like, the sport, and they take it a little too far. <laughs> this is just my experience. I don't know about you, if you're any tennis fans out there, but I, um, I just have, like, this, like, not fear, but, like, I just don't like meeting, I don't want to say I don't like meeting people because I am a people person, but when it comes to finding something like I'm almost intimidated of these people because I don't want them to think that like I'm really good or I'm really bad and then have expectations and then not meet them. So for me, meeting people is definitely hard, but I think I'm going to put myself out there and do it. I am a part of Facebook groups. There are things out there to meet people. It's just like, I don't know. I really have to put myself out there and put these reservations aside. It's just like the world we live in now is a little scary. And it's sad that I even have to say that, but it's true. And I just have to put myself out there and do it because I think if I'm just going to wait here, I'm never going to find people and I'm never going to have the opportunity to play. So I'm only really hurting myself, right? Because I'm not putting myself out there, meeting new people, playing with different people, improving my skills, you know? So that's one thing. Um, and that's the first thing on my winter plan list is just trying to find an indoor court to play when it's cold 
or play outside when it's warm and meet new people to play tennis. Um, so if that's you, definitely, um, you know, take a note there for that one. Uh, the next thing I have on my list is walking or hiking. Um, and that's weather permitting too. Um, where I live now, the weather's pretty warm and it's pretty mild. So I'm able to still walk. I did make an episode on walking. And if you haven't listened to it, go listen to that because I think walking is highly, highly beneficial to your mental health and obviously your physical health. But I don't know, something about walking, it almost triggers this like serotonin or whatever it is. I was going to say melatonin, but it's not melatonin. That'd make you sleep. But this like release um, of like just all, I don't know. It's just like freeing. Walking is really good. Um, I walked all summer and I, I really saw benefit in my mental health and just in general, like my physical health. Yes. I didn't like lose really that much weight, but that's not the goal of me walking. It's more of like just to keep myself busy. And I think I really benefited from taking the time out of my day to walk. Um, my therapist did suggest hiking. I've never hiked before. I'm open to it. I just, there's not many hiking places where I live, so I'd have to drive, but I'm okay with that. Um, again, but that's weather permitting because it's hard for me to, I, you know, I can't walk. Well, I guess I could walk in 30 degree weather, but I'm going to be bundled up in my, in my very expensive jacket that I don't really want to be sweating in. So that definitely is not going to happen. But I do think like if the weather is permitting and the weather is nice enough, go outside and walk. Um, I know it benefits me and the benefits outweigh the cons of walking in the cold. You know what I mean? So that's the next thing on my outdoor plan. And then another thing is, um, which I really think is important to me is a job and I currently do work part-time but I'm trying to look for a more full-time position but I don't know about you but it's been very very difficult to find something in my field that uh, I'll enjoy doing and I've applied to over 75 jobs I haven't heard back from any of them I'm actually going to make an episode talking about jobs and uh, applying in my experiences because I think I have a lot of value there and I think I have a lot to say about that. So I'm going to hold off there. But I do think that finding a job during this this winter season is going to help me with my seasonal depression because at least I'm not sitting inside, right? And now if you're, you know, looking for a part-time job, now is the perfect time to look because a lot of places are hiring for the winter season of course Christmas is coming up all the other Hanukkah all the other uh celebrations so they're looking for help my only problem is is that it's hard to find these positions um especially at the pay you want so just be optimistic and be open to lower pay you know because I don't want you to miss out on an opportunity just because of the pay but um I think a job is a great way to just get out of the house and put yourself out there Yes, you're still inside, right? Like you're not avoiding the depression, but you're interacting with other people. You're talking to other people. You're sharing experiences. You're, you know, you're working towards something. So I definitely think 
a job or at least a part-time seasonal job can help you get out of the seasonal depression rut. And I don't want you to get stuck. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, not everybody has a time for a part-time job, but maybe not even a part-time job. Like if say you have a full-time job, right? Maybe instead of having a part-time job, maybe you do something creative on the side. Maybe it doesn't make you money, but you can have a job, say like creating stupid TikTok videos. I don't want to say stupid, but you know what I mean? Creating TikTok videos on a topic you're really passionate about or starting a podcast. I started my podcast because it helps me talk about my experiences to other people, but also it helps me fill the time and fill the gaps where I am a little, I don't want to say bored, but I am a little like not feeling inspired. Sometimes picking up a microphone and talking to people and talking to you guys helps me. So that could be a job, you know? So definitely be optimistic, be open. Um, Those are my things on my winter plan so far, but I'm going to share now what you guys can do um, that are maybe similar to what I have on my list because mine are specific to me, but yours might be a little different. All right, so here's what you can do that's similar to me and my list, even though, um, like I said before, mine is a little specific to me, of course. But for example, I have tennis on my list, right? Maybe you like pickleball. Maybe you like volleyball. Maybe you like soccer. Maybe you like hockey. Maybe you like ice skating, right? Find things that you enjoy doing indoors, but that you usually do outdoors, right? So like, I don't think you um, ice skate or anything outside, but like soccer, for example, um, maybe there's a rec center you can play at in the winter so you don't miss out. Um, maybe you can find, um, if you like skating, like roller skating, I know by me, there's roller rinks and there's skating that you can do inside. Um, find pools. Gyms most of the time have pools, right? Obviously, sw- you can't swim in the winter. So find places where they have indoor pools. Find places where they have indoor activities that you would usually do outside, inside, because I think uh, that is going to help you with your seasonal depression. It's like me, right? I like to play tennis. I usually play outside, but now I'm going to find an indoor court so that I can still play and enjoy and not waste my time. I, I think I'm somebody who feels very unproductive if I just sit and do nothing. I I feel like I'm just like a, a blop of nothing if I don't do something. And doing an activity like tennis involves you and makes you feel like you're active and you did something. So again, it doesn't have to be tennis. It could be specific to you, soccer, football, anything you could do inside is great. Any activity is great. So If you're thinking on your winter plan and you're writing ideas down, put activities like physical activities you normally do outside, inside. So find ways that you can still do them because I think it's important that you invest your time and your energy into doing something that's beneficial for you, for your mental health, and for your physical health, right? So definitely consider those options and definitely find indoor places to do your activities. For walking and running, there's not really much of a comparison here, right? But maybe you like to walk like me, right? Maybe you walk inside. Now, listen, 
I know walking inside is totally different from walking outside, but maybe you have a treadmill or you're um, a part of your local gym. I think walking on a treadmill or at least walking on some kind of walking pad or something still gives you the 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 drive and the motivation to actually do it right. And I think it does help with seasonal depression because you're still walking and you're still doing the activity that you enjoy outside, but you're doing it inside. Now for me, I don't own a treadmill and I don't really own anything that I could walk on, right? So this one's a little hard for me because I'm giving you advice on how to do it, but I can't even take my own advice, right? I'm not a part of a gym. Um, Like I said, I don't own any equipment. So this one's definitely hard for me, but I still think that if you have the option and the opportunity, I still think you should take it um, because I still think that walking, even if it is indoors, is still beneficial to your mental health and of course your physical health. And it just helps with not being so stagnant. I find when I'm not moving or in that case, if anybody's not moving, you kind of feel stagnant and you feel stuck in your same routine and you get bored, right? At least for me. I'm sure some of you out there feel what I'm saying. And it's like, I know for me, like I said, when I do nothing, when I sit there and say like you're watching TV, right? Instead of laying in bed, walk on the treadmill, the walking pad, at least you're getting some physical activity and you're not just sitting there and your, your mind is moving, your body is moving. Again, when your body is moving, I feel like there's like this like mental thing that happens where like everything is just like released. I don't know. If you work out and or do any physical activity and you know what I'm talking about, you you know, just, you know, right? So walking is beneficial. Any way you could get into it, either inside, outside, if the weather is permitting, definitely do it outside. But in this case, find ways you could do it inside. Okay, so let's focus our efforts now into our indoor winter plan. Now, I think um, this, you could do a lot of different things for this one. So let's see. Now, what I have is my therapist recommended I try yoga. Now, I, I instantly was like, no. But I think she made a really good point here. And what she's trying to say is that she said she's done a lot of studies and she's done a lot of different things to help people with anxiety and depression. And one of the things that she's been doing for over 10 years is yoga. And I was shocked to hear like her benefit, the benefits of it, because I never really thought of yoga as like a a form of like releasing something. It's kind of like exercising, right? You're like releasing something. But I never realized how impactful yoga really could be because it is very meditative and you are moving your body. You're connecting your breathing with your body and your movements. And I never realized that until she told me and put it into that perspective. So I definitely will be giving yoga a try. I will let you know in future episodes if it's working or not, because I'm not going to tell you something and give you advice if I've never done it myself. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to buy a yoga mat. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm I'm not going to buy the Lululemon one, even though it's really cool. It's very overpriced. I'll go to Five Below and get my yoga mat. But I, um, uh, that was just a reference because a lot of the times my friends and people who know me say that I spend money on useless things that I probably won't use. So that was just a shout out to all of you. 
Um, so I will be buying my mat at Five Below or wherever they sell really cheap yoga mats. But anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand. I think that yoga can be really beneficial, especially for being stuck inside during the colder months and the colder days. Um, just because you're still moving and you're not stuck. Again, I want to go back to what I was saying about walking too. Like at least if you're walking indoors, you're not sitting and you're not stagnant and yoga can really help just be meditative and be very connected to your mind and your body. So definitely consider doing some kind of yoga or some kind of meditation um, inside. I'm definitely going to try it. Um, I'm very optimistic. I feel like it's definitely going to be good for me and it's going to be good a good way to even start or end my day because right now I don't really have like a a routine really at night or in the morning so I think starting or ending my day with yoga is really going to be relaxing and it's gonna be good for me and I think it's just going to be good for my to cure my seasonal depression and listen I think that I'm not going to cure my depression my seasonal depression, or for that matter, anybody's seasonal depression. However, it's going to help eliminate those negative thoughts and those negative feelings towards the winter months and how to deal with things. Because now that it's getting darker earlier, it definitely has like a mental thing because I swear, I it literally was like 6.30 and I literally thought it was like 9 o'clock at night because it just gets dark so early. And it's definitely like a mental thing. Like, it's definitely when it's dark, it's like you're not inclined to like go out. You're not inclined to like really want to do anything, right? I know for me, like once it's dark, like I'm done. I'm in bed, especially like seven o'clock. Don't talk to me. I'm in my room. I want to relax. I want to do nothing, right? So it all plays factors into your your seasonal depression. So doing these small inside tasks like yoga can really help alleviate those negative thoughts and, you know, kill some time, right? My therapist also mentioned to me, like, why not continue my podcast? Now, this is specific to me because, of course, I have um, whatever it is. But maybe for you, you can start a podcast, right? I think more than ever, like, starting a podcast is easy. And it's something that if you enjoy talking and you enjoy sharing your experiences with other people and knowledge and somewhat of an advice... I think it can be really beneficial to you and other people because I know when I talk things out or when I'm when I'm voicing my opinion on something it definitely helps me mentally get past that so I highly recommend you know maybe starting a podcast listen uh I don't I didn't have any intentions of ever making money from this podcast I just wanted to start a podcast because I feel like it really helps my mental health when I go through tough times and I want to share my experiences with other people, even if I don't have a big community, because I think I still do have a voice and I'm sure everybody has an opinion on something. We all do, right? Start that podcast on something really interesting, right? Maybe you love tennis, right? Start a tennis podcast. Maybe you're really passionate about finding dinosaur bones, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's so random. Or you know, plants, right? Like how cool would a plant podcast be? I mean, I don't know how much you could talk about plants, but it could just be really something for you. It's a creative outlet, right? It keeps you busy. Again, during this time, this colder, darker months, you want to find things that you can keep busy on 
because you don't want to be stuck. Because I find when I'm bored is when those negative thoughts and those intrusive thoughts come in and those depressive thoughts come in. We don't want that. The whole point of this podcast episode is to find ways to alleviate or minimize your seasonal depression. So start that podcast, talk about things you enjoy, be passionate about something. And if it's not a podcast, maybe TikTok. I think, again, more than ever, it's so easy to like start a TikTok and you don't have to become famous. You don't need to, you know, gain a bunch of followers if that's not what you're looking for. But I think having a creative outlet like TikTok where you could create videos on something you're really passionate about fills that void and fills that gap when you are sitting at home doing nothing. You know, start that podcast on something like really niche and like really specific to you. Maybe mm, interior design. Maybe you like fragrances, right? You start a TikTok on fragrances. Maybe you start a TikTok on like art and how to teach people how to draw or you teach people how to make clothes or you're a fashion um, creator, like all these things you can do that are good for your mental health and even good for you. Like I know for me, like I have a, I have a silly little TikTok page where I post videos and content about my outfits and interior design, all this stuff. Do I have a lot of followers? Not at all, but it's still filling my time. And even though I'm not really like gaining a following, at least I'm still having a creative outlet to like put my ideas out there and put my ideas to actually something tangible. Because again, I think a lot of times when you suffer from this depression, you feel like you don't want to do anything or you're not, you don't feel creative. But if you allow yourself to be creative and you allow yourself to have these creative outlets, you're going to be so much better off at just feeling so much more accomplished and feeling like, wow, I created something, I did something, I have proof, I could show people, like, I don't know, it's just something that I enjoy doing, and I never realized how much of a creative person I was until I went to, when I transferred to um, my other college from community college, I never realized how creative I was and how important I took creativity, so I highly, highly recommend you have some kind of creative outlet that allows you to put your ideas to tangible ta- like things, right? So definitely consider these things. And I think you'd be better, just better off in general. Um, my therapist also suggested um, maybe doing a, a pottery class or a painting class or a cooking class during this, this winter time, right? Because I think oftentimes, again, we sit inside, we don't do anything. So learn something, maybe learn a new language while you're inside. I do Duolingo every day. Does it really help me? I don't know. But I think I do learn and it's still like I'm still looking forward to doing something every day, right? And I think this comes with the aspect of like creation, right? Like when you do pottery, you're creating something with your hands. You're creating a tangible item that you can ultimately use. Like say you make a mug, you could use that in the morning. Say you make a vase, you could put arrangements in it. Um, there's just different things like it comes back to this whole idea of creation and being creative and keeping your mind and your body busy, right? If you go to a painting class, I know there's a million different painting things out there. There's painting and sipping where you could like bring wine and drink. There's, um, painting different boards and painting different, um, 
like activities and different things that you can do. And these painting classes are a really good way to get your creative juices flowing and getting busy. Because again, you want to stay busy during this time. And these are all ways that you can be a as creative as you can during such an uninspiring time, right? It's easy for us to say when it's dark, huh, I'll stay inside and watch TV. I'm going to relax and go to bed, right? But if you put yourself out there and you do these things that you could do inside, I think you're much more bettering yourself and allowing yourself not to have these negative thoughts. Listen, we all have negative thoughts. We all have these thoughts of, you know, ugh, like all I do is nothing. I just want to sit inside. But if you do inside activities like yoga, like the pottery, like creative outlets, like podcasting or TikTok or anything you can think of, it just allows your mind to be like used in a sense. And you're giving yourself opportunities to kind of distract yourself from these thoughts. So those are just some things you could do inside um, that are specific to me, but maybe also specific to you. But think of different things, right? Maybe you can read for an hour. Maybe you, this is like off the rocker, but maybe you want to start making candles. Maybe you want to make um, crochet or knit. Find these things you could do inside that are creative and that allow you to express yourself. So those are just some examples I have. But definitely when you're writing your list, make them a little bit more specific to you. Or think of things that can fill up the time. Um, Because like I've been saying this entire podcast, staying stagnant is not good. We want to keep our minds moving and going. And when our minds are moving and going, we tend to be better off. And I think these are really great ways of curing that seasonal depression. Okay, besties, so that's what I have for my winter plan. And I hope that as you were listening to this, you were writing your winter plan as well. I hope this helps you in your seasonal depression journey and gives you some ideas of what you can do to help alleviate some of these thoughts and these um, depressive episodes. And it's important that one thing I want you to know that if you're going through this, you're not alone and you're never alone. Um, millions of people deal with this. And by taking my advice and doing some of these things, I think it's going to allow you to deal with your seasonal depression better and not bottle it up and actually enjoy the winter and enjoy the times. So I hope this podcast was beneficial to you. I have to run because my mouth is very dry from talking um, in this episode and I really need to get some water and and a snack. But I hope you enjoyed this episode and you learned something from it. My episodes are here to give you advice and to teach you something that I'm experiencing or going through. And I want your seasonal depression this year to be less than it's ever been. So make sure you set your winter plans, set your goals. Set things you like to do indoors and outdoors and give yourself the opportunity to enjoy the season. And with that, I'll see you in the next episode. Enjoy your week whenever you're listening to this and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.